How are we doing, guys? What, what specific challenges does Cam Newton present as far as when you look at him? Well, obviously, he's a great player. Uh, he's an incredible athlete. He's big. Uh, he's strong. He's athletic. Uh, he has a great feel uh, for making plays, both as a runner uh, and, as a, and as a passer. Uh, he can play well within their system. Uh, he can play well when the play breaks down. He's just a dynamic guy. He's hard to tackle. He's hard to tackle in the pocket. He's hard to tackle when he's out on the run. He's got a big, strong arm. He can throw the ball anywhere on the field. So he's you know, obviously one of the great players in this league. He's been around Norv for a while. You've known him for a while. What kind of impact do you think Norv will have on him? Well, I think a positive impact. Uh, you know, Norv's just been a, a really, really good coach in this league for a long, long time. And I think the common thread is that uh, typically his guys play well for him. And, uh, you know, all the quarterbacks, uh, they've come in all different shapes and sizes, young guys, old guys. Uh, typically, they've played very well. And uh, he's always had balanced attacks uh, where he runs it well, throws it well, uh, attacks you a lot of different ways. So, uh, you know, they have some dynamic players on their offense, and there's no question he'll put them in a great environment to succeed. Jason, for all the intertwining, I think this is the first time you as a head coach goes against Norv, who obviously is one of your mentors, your, your uh, emotional and, and mental thoughts there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Norv, there's no question, uh, is one of my best friends in football. Uh, you know, he was the offensive coordinator here when I first started playing in the early 90s and had a big impact on my life, certainly my career, and, and he's been a huge influence on me as a coach. And, uh, you know, I consider him a dear friend. Uh, the impact he's had on me and so many others uh, is significant. Uh, changed our lives. Uh, wish him nothing but the best. Uh, but oftentimes we go against people we're close to in this league. That's the nature of the league. If you've been around for a little while and uh, you, you really just stay focused on yourself. Uh, wish him nothing but the best. But obviously we're going to try our best to, to beat him this week. Every system evolves and changes. But how much of his principles are, were in your initial thoughts and you kind of grew from there as far as how you put an offense together? Oh, I think his fingerprints are all over what we've done. Uh, again, so much of what we've done goes back to goes back to the early 90s and the offense that we ran here with the Cowboys. Uh, the terminology uh, stems from there, uh, how we call uh, formations, protections, routes, all of that uh, emanates from, from that experience that I had. Uh, and obviously, it's evolved a lot of different ways since then. And uh, I, I bet if you look at his offense now, it's evolved a lot since then as well. That's just the nature of what we do. The game has changed in a lot of different ways. So you try to grow and evolve with the game, uh, the different innovations. But uh, the roots of it uh, go all the way back to what we were doing here in the early 90s. With Dak and Zeke entering their third season together, how do they complement each other on the field, but also off the field in terms of they've experienced a lot in just two seasons? Uh, well, I think they're really good friends. I think they know each other well. They spend a lot of time together in the building. They spend time together outside of the building. Uh, I think they have a real uh, mutual respect uh, for each other. I think they have mutual admiration and affection for each other. And uh, you can see that, just how they interact together. So I, I do think that helps them a great deal on the field. They're both very instinctive players, mature players for their years. They pick up the game really easily and they pick it up well and, and they see the game the right way. So I think they can play off of each other in that regard too. Uh, but I do think uh, it's not mandatory. You don't have to have this, uh, an off the field relationship with guys. But my experience has been when you do and you're in, in positions that complement each other, that certainly helps you, you know, once the ball kicks off and you start playing the game on the field. Helps you or helps the team? 
help them as individuals, or, or in what way does it help the team? Yeah, I, I think it helps everybody, and, and it's not just two guys. Obviously, it's them and all of their teammates having a relationship. I mean, I think that's that's when you start, you know, building something that's special. Uh, you know, relationships and trust that are that are developed off the field. Uh, there's no question positively impacts the execution on the field because you, you know each other, you talk to each other, you care about each other, you fight for each other. I think all those things are what you're trying to build on your team. Where have you seen Zeke make strides in his game as he heads into year three? Oh, I think he's improved in every area. Uh, I do think when he came in, uh, you know, he was beyond his years in terms of his understanding and his instincts and feel for the game. Uh, but I think the thing that impresses me the most about him uh, he's had a lot of success early on in his career, but you know he wants to be great. He works at at every day, at every part of his game. And you talk about understanding the running game, you know what we're doing, the schemes we use, how they align against, you know what the defenses are trying to do, and then protection and route running and all the different aspects of his game. So he's a very serious-minded guy who wants to be great, and he works hard every day at it. I'm ready. There was such a cloud surrounding him heading into last year. Now that cloud's been lifted. What's his mental aspect been like heading into year three? Well, you'll have to ask him uh, what it is. But from my perception, uh, you know, he's been a very focused guy, and and really he's been that way uh, since I since I've known him. He's serious minded. He wants to be a great football player, and he works hard at it every day. And you see that in the meeting room. You see that in the practice field, and then you certainly see it, you know, on Sundays. And uh, you know that's continued. I thought he handled the distractions really well last year. There's a lot of stuff going around. Uh, around in his life that he had to deal with. And I thought for the most part when he was here, he was pretty locked in and did what he needed to do. Now that's behind him. Uh, I just think you see him that much more focused, that much more ready to go. This is Connor Williams' first regular season game, and Joe's obviously not your preferred starter. What type of challenge does that front present for them? Uh, it's a really good front. Uh, obviously, they're really good uh, on the defensive line. They're good inside. They're good on the edges. They have a lot of different guys who play. Uh, their front seven's outstanding. So that presents a challenge, not only for the new guys who are playing, but presents a challenge for our entire offense. And uh, you know, the biggest thing we try to do is focus on us and make sure we're doing what we need to do. Uh, guys working hard to do their job and communicating and playing well together, particularly on the offensive line. You mentioned Connor in the preseason. You talked about how he handled adversity and he would bounce back from, from bad plays. For a rookie going against somebody like Kawan Short, I mean, is that the most important thing in a situation like this? <laughs> Yeah, and I think understanding that's the nature of the National Football League. The guys you go against in practice every day, it's rare that one player just simply dominates another guy all day long. I mean, the nature of our game is it's competitive. The guy's on the team uh, and going against you, he's a good football player. So uh, you're going to have some success. You're going to have some adversity. You have to keep playing. And you try to put that last play behind you and focus on this play. Getting to the next play is a really important concept in this league. And you know, the sooner younger players realize that, uh, Overcoming adversity, overcoming success, and getting locked in on the task at hand, uh, that's what allows them to grow as players. Wise, uh, who's available for practice today? Kayvon and the other guys who are on that bubble? Yeah, we don't anticipate, uh, obviously, Travis, Dayton, and uh, Xavier Woods practicing today, but everybody else should do something in practice. You said that Travis Frederick reached out to you about going to that Houston game to be with the team. Has he reached out to you about going to Carolina and traveling with them? Uh, not yet. Do you think he's he would make that sort of trip? I would anticipate it. Yeah, you know he's been with us. He's 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 working out in the weight room. He's in our meetings. He's at our walkthroughs. So he's been a part of our team, and uh, you know so I do anticipate him just continuing to be a part of it.
Zeke didn't have any carries for the first time in the preseason coming into a regular season. You've been around backs that have been limited or not had any. Does it take them a while to get adjusted, even if it is five carries, seven carries, whatever? Yeah, I think you'll have to ask him. Uh, you know, we've always been pretty limited with our, with our featured back uh, in, in the preseason. You know, uh, when Zeke played as a rookie, I think he only played in the one preseason game, got a handful of carries. So, uh, you know, it certainly helps those guys to play. Uh, but, but I think when you talk about the risk award at that position, once they get to a certain t time in their career, it's probably better just to rest them. You know, again, he works very hard in practice, tries to make it as game-like as possible. Uh, like with everybody in week one, you haven't played in a real live game you know, in six or seven months. So uh, everybody's going to have to get acclimated and get used to it. With the two starting quarterbacks this weekend, Dak and Cam, beyond that added dimension with the run game, are there some other traits that they share? Oh, it's a good question. Uh, I do think they challenge you so many different ways. And, and you said it. It starts with their ability to throw the ball, throw the ball from the pocket, throw the ball out in space, and then run. You know, you have designed runs for these kinds of players. And then you have runs that happen because they, they make a play. And, uh, you know, they can function within the system. When things break down, they can get out and beat you with their feet. So, you know, they're dangerous guys. The premium on, you know, making sure that you contain them, you tackle them in space. and. Uh, somehow, some way, you just corral them. Uh, I think is really, really important. So I think they're both great competitors, and uh, they certainly had big impacts on their teams. What do you see of Dak's mindset going in here after what he did as a rookie and then missing the playoffs last year? Yeah, I mean, D Dak to me, right from the get-go, has handled every situation really well, and he comes to work every day with an unbelievable spirit. He's got a bounce in his step, and he's got live eyes. He's always got a smile. He's always working as hard as anybody we have in our building, and that hasn't changed uh, through success, through adversity, and uh, through any ups and downs that he's had over the course of his career. He's had a great offseason. Uh, one of our leaders uh, was named one of our captains. Uh, he and Zach Martin on offense, and Sean Lee and Tyrone Crawford on defense, and Chris Jones on special teams. So, you know, he's just so highly regarded in our organization, the example he sets every day, and I think he's excited about the opportunity. Are y'all at a point where Malik Collins is full go, or are you still? We anticipate him practicing today, so hopefully he'll, he'll be good in the early part of practice and can continue the work. What's the hardest part of getting a team ready for week one? I think there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, you know, with your team, guys you haven't uh, seen in game action before. Uh, you know, maybe you have a new combination of guys on your team. Uh, the players, the coaches, and, and then likewise, the same thing when you're viewing the opponent. There's uncertainty. You're watching some tape from the preseason, uh, but typically that's not what the team is going to really do once the regular season starts. Sometimes they have new combinations of guys. You haven't seen them play for that team, or they have new coaches. So there's a lot of stuff that you have to get ready for that you haven't necessarily seen. Once you get into the rhythm of the season, teams have kind of a history and a track record that you see on tape. Uh, week one is just different that way uh, for yourself and for the team you're going against. Can you overthink it? Absolutely. How do you avoid that? Just tell yourself not to overthink it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> because it's easy. You have a lot of different ideas of things you want to do. You've been thinking about this for six months, and we're going to do this, we're going to do this. You've been working on all these different things, and there are only so many plays uh, in, in a game plan, and there's so, only so many you know, defenses you can run, and you, you have to pare it back down to do what you do best. And uh, so, again, you have to check yourself on that kind of stuff. The wide receiver rotation, how do you anticipate that? You know, it's kind of been said here where you knew it was Terrence Dez and, and Cole. How do you anticipate those, that working this year? 
we anticipate those guys playing and, and competing each week for, for an opportunity to have a role uh, on Sundays. And, uh, and that's been a really healthy thing for our team up to this point. We don't really feel like we have anybody who's deficient at anything. Oh, he can't do this, he can't do that. You know, I think each of the guys we have uh, that are going to be up for this game are versatile. You can put them in different spots. They can play outside, they can play inside. They can run a variety of routes. Uh, they're good blockers. Uh, so they can contribute in a lot of different ways. So we'll compete each week, and uh, we'll have a group of guys who are up for the game and then try to use them accordingly. If you have guys that you don't feel they're deficient at anything, do you have guys that are overly proficient? Or yeah, I, I think we do. I think we do, and I, and I think that word versatility is what's uh, what they're most proficient at. Uh, again, you can put them in different spots, and it's not like, hey, this is the only thing that this guy can do from this position. And I think that can be threatening to a defense, particularly when you have a few different guys who are able to do that. Thank you. All right, good to see you guys. Thank you.